In the book of Matthew chapter 4, from verse 1 to verse 11, we'll be looking at, the, at Jesus tempted, being tempted by the enemy in the wilderness. Let's see what the Lord wants us to hear today from that text. Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. Please note, he was led by the Spirit, that's the Holy Spirit, not the evil spirit, into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. After fasting 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. The tempter, or Lucifer, came to him and said, If you are the Son of God, tell these stones to become bread. Jesus answered, It is written, Man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him to the holy city and had him stand on the highest point of the temple. If you are the son of God, he said, throw yourself down, for it is written, he will command his angels concerning you. And they will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. Then Jesus answered him, It is also written, Do not put the Lord your God to test. Again, the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their spreader. All this I will give you, he said, if you will bow down and worship me. Jesus said to him, Away from me, Satan, for it is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Then the devil left him, and angels came and attended to him. I picked this text because I want to speak to us this morning. Because there are quite a number of us, if not all of us, that are going through very hard time. And some of us have gotten to that point where they are even questioning whether they are still related with the Lord and why would it be that being born again, spirit-filled, believing in miracles, signs, and wonders, walking in prophetic anointing, and receiving a prophetic word, that we still go through very tough time, like anybody else, like the people outside. In fact, sometimes we feel we are worse than them. And we are questioning, why are we going through all this? I may not give you all the answers that you want this morning. But I want you to relate with this story that we have read today. Of Jesus, the Son of God. If I may take you back 
to first chapter 3 of Matthew from verse 13. Then Jesus came from Galilee to Jordan to be baptized by John. But John tried to deter him saying, I need to be baptized by you and do you come to me? Jesus replied, let it be so now. It is proper for us to do this to fulfill all righteousness. Then John consented. As soon as Jesus was baptized, he went out of the water, and at that moment, heaven was opened. That's what I want you to note. Heaven was opened, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting on him. And a voice came from heaven. It said, This is my Son, whom I love. With him I am well. Please, praise the Lord. Jesus has been baptized. And John the Baptist knew who Jesus was. He knew he was ahead of him. He knew he was the son of God. And he couldn't take it that Jesus would come to him to be baptized. But Jesus says, we do this to fulfill the scriptures of all righteousness. And John consented. So, the Son of God was baptized. And as he was baptized, heaven opened on on his behalf. So that the world can hear the voice of God affirming that indeed this is God's Son. This is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. Whom I love and I'm well pleased. And immediately after that announcement, where the whole world heard the voice of heaven, because if heaven opens, the entire world will hear. And if God speaks, he will be heard all over. So there was a witness from heaven that indeed this is the Son of God, in whom God is well pleased. But even being the son of God, after that, he does not go to, the, to ministry. He does not start his ministry. That's what we, are, we would have expected. Now God has spoken. So Jesus should have started immediately. And John would have resigned. Because he was a forerunner. He was coming on behalf of Jesus to prepare the people. Or the way for Jesus. Now the son of God has come. He's been baptized. Heaven has declared. The Holy Spirit has ascended on him like a dove. There is enough witness. That this is the son of God. Praise the Lord. We agree that you allow me to keep sipping my water. Um, After that. We are told that Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. I ask myself, why was the devil given the opportunity to test Jesus? And the Spirit of God reminded me that Jesus was coming to replace 
a covenant that God wanted to initiate between him and man. But it was broken when the same devil went to the garden of Eden and tempted Adam. And Adam, who was afraid of God, can I say that who was a son of God? Praise the Lord. Adam was not born of any human being. As a matter of fact, he was born of God. So I, can, I am right to say, Adam, the son of God, he had God DNA. He knew who God was. He walked with God. The Bible tells us in the cool of the evening, God would visit the earth. Praise the Lord. And would have fellowship with Adam. Think about it for a moment. In the cool of the evening, in the garden, God comes down. So we've been told that no man has ever seen God. Except Adam. The less of us, but Adam saw God. Because they walked together. They spoke together. They had fellowship together. If, if there was a meal, they ate together. They supervised the garden together. And God was impressed with the performance of Adam. Remember, he was given the lad to till, to take care of Eden. Until when the tempter appeared. And Adam, through his wife, Eve, was tempted and he fell into temptation, disobeyed God, lost his, his chance, and therefore the relationship that was between man and God was broken. And the Bible tells us man was banished out of Eden. He became a fugitive. One without God. One who had opportunity to fellowship with God, to walk with God, to sing with God. God is no longer with him because he disappeared from God. That was the first time the devil appears to tempt man and take him away from his assignment, his possession, and everything was lost. And Jesus comes back to restore what was lost. So what's the devil's mission? To stop the restoration, isn't it? So actually what the devil intended was actually to stop and make sure that Adam does not recover from the loss. Praise God. Because Jesus came so that Adam can recover. Adam can come back. Adam can have a position. And Adam can fellowship with God once more. Hallelujah. And you know Adam, you are the Adam, isn't it? Praise the Lord. So I want you to understand one thing. That being tempted is normal. Those of you that are going through temptations. It is normal. 
Because there is no one that God has chosen and given an assignment that the devil will not want to test for adventure he may fail because the devil's work is to make you fail. Remember he came to do what? To steal, to kill, and to destroy. So he's doing his assignment. And that's his assignment. That's what he's called to do. That is his mission. And therefore he will do it anytime and anywhere. Praise the Lord. But what's a, what lesson do we need to learn here? The tempter came to him. I want you to notice one thing. He was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted. He was not led by the devil into the wilderness. The devil did not have the capacity to lead him. The Spirit led him, led him into the wilderness to be tempted, which means that God did allow the temptation. The devil to go and tempt him. Do you know the devil has no authority over you and he cannot get you until he gets approval or permission from your father in heaven. Praise the Lord. I wonder if very few of you agreed with me. He has no authority on his own to get to you unless he is permitted to do so by your Father who is in heaven. Praise God. So there are times like Jesus was led by the Spirit. And that's why I said I want to speak to us today. Because there are those of you that have issues of questioning. And I've been questioning this word. This prophetic word that has been spoken over my life. This promise that has been made over me. This Things that have been waiting for all this time. How come it is not taking place? And instead of taking place, I am going through a hard time. Being tempted right and left. Praise God. You know why you are being tempted? It is because you have what it takes to be tempted. Thank you, Elder. The devil will not waste his energy. To tempt you if you have nothing special that he is after. Come on. Do you understand? The devil will not waste his energy on you, my brother, Pastor Joe. If there is nothing in you that is precious that he is after. So, if you are going through hard times. That you call temptations. Be encouraged today. Because in the eyes of God, you are special. Because you have something special. That the devil has seen. And that's what you want to, to take away from you. So that you may miss it. The same way, when he realized who Adam was. And the responsibility that Adam was given. Adam, the son of God. Being given the entire universe, all creation, left to him to manage for God. What a responsibility. 
The entire kingdom given to him. And the devil realized. There is something special here. Because the devil had nothing. He had been banished from heaven. He was waiting to be judged. Man had been given everything. So he realizes there is something here. So he comes down. And decides. This is my opportunity. Unfortunately. Man. Adam. And I, when I say Adam. Because it was his responsibility to take care of his wife. Japheth you will know that. That even the sins of your wife. Are loaded on you. You will be required to answer. And all the men in the house. Say Amen. So be careful. Take care of your spouses, your wives. Because even if they sin and they fail, you are responsible, my brother. You are responsible. You are the one who will be asked. We never say, if sinned. Normally it is said, the first man, Adam, sinned. But it is if who had a conversation with the devil. It is if who gave in. It is if who ate the fruit. It is if who gave the fruit to Adam to eat. So really, if it was a court of law, with the law of natural justice, yeah, who is guilty, there is sufficient evidence to convict if and sentence her for her for life or to be hanged until she is confirmed dead. So that Adam can be free. No, that's not the case. The responsibility lies with Adam. Amen? The responsibility lies with the man. Because the Bible says you are the head of the, the family. You are the head of the wife and the and Jesus is the head of the church. Anyway, that's for Japheth, for the next session. Not for you. <clears throat> what am I trying to tell you? Being led of the Spirit into the wilderness, he was tempted. It is normal for you after such a beautiful service an anointing service where the spirit of God comes upon you and a prophetic word is released upon you and you are excited to walk out of that door get out of that gate and trouble starts and that's what is happening to some of you the word of God has not changed the promise has not changed amen God has not forsaken you. You are still a child of God. The devil has been allowed to tempt you. To test you. To know what type of material are you made of. Will you give in to the devil? The answer is no, you can't. Because Jesus, hallelujah, who went ahead of us, in whom we believe, in him we live, we have our being. 
And we do what? And we move. Is with us. And he defeated the devil. And I'll show you how he did it. He's still moved, filled by the Holy Spirit. After 40 days of fasting, 40 days and night, he was hungry because he was eating nothing. Remember, he's in the wilderness. The tempter came to him and said, If you are the Son of God, tell these stones to become bread. Can you see? If you are, was Jesus the Son of God? So what is the devil trying to do? To put doubt in him. How many times has he told you through your mind, if you are truly born again, if you are the Son of God, if you are daughter of the Lord, If you are born again, how come? How come? You are borrowing money. Hmm? How come? You have no school fees. How come? You have lost your job. How come? You have been left by your boyfriend or girlfriend. How come that no one wants to hear about you? How come you are being despised? Yet you are son of God. What is your response? When you are challenged by the devil, what is your response? Very simple. Jesus did not threaten the devil. He did not start by rebuking the devil. Many of us, that's where we start. He listened to him. And then he counters what the devil says. Through what? The word. The scripture. It is written. Tell your neighbor, it is written. What is normally written? What do you write? When you write, what do you write? It's the word, isn't it? What you write becomes a word. If you put A, and then you put another word, another letter, like T, what does that become? A word, isn't it? So what is written is the word. And I want to ask you a question. What is the word? Praise the Lord. What is the word? People, you are. I've taught you about this before. We've gone through John 1, isn't it? In the beginning, and the Word, and 
And the word was God. Come on, let's try again. John 1, 1. In the beginning, and the word, and the word was, alright, it's written over there. Let's try again. In the beginning, and the word was, and the word was, that's all that you need to know. That the word was there in the beginning. Okay? Before anything else, before the beginning even began and became a beginning, the word was there. Because there could not have been a beginning without the word. Because it is the word that was spoken to bring forth the beginning. Praise the Lord. So the word is ahead of the beginning. The word is superior to anything else. Because it is the word that was there before the beginning. Praise God. Now if you know that, then you will not be scared of the devil. And Jesus knew exactly what he was saying. He knew. And he counters the devil. Because many times we think we, we would fight the devil. There's nothing wrong in praying and fasting. But allow me to say this. If you pray and fast, and you do not know the word, you achieve nothing. It is true. Oh, what you have done, you have punished your body. You've gone through a hunger strike. And you come out of it with nothing. You cannot pray without the word. Because you need the word to be able to deal with the enemy. Praise the Lord. So prayer and fasting is key and it is important. But prayer and fasting without the word of God will not achieve much. If you pray and fast and quote the scriptures to the devil and to the situation that you are in, you have won the victory. Amen? I said I want to encourage some people here that are going through hard time. Your answer is in the scripture. It is already written. You need to find out from the scripture what the Bible says about the situation that you are going through. If it is money that you do not have, go back to the scripture, check what the Bible says about wealth. Hallelujah. And if you get your word, quote that word and speak the same to your situation and believe God. If you are sick in your body, going through tough time, the word of God says, I am the Lord thy God that healeth thee. Isn't it? Quote the same words and trust God for your healing. Praise the Lord. Every situation, every issue has an answer in the scriptures. What you are going through, others have gone through before. But the problem we have, we focus too much on the problem and ourselves. Instead of focusing on the word of God. Jesus 
did not focus on himself. He neither focused on the problem that was the devil. He reminded the devil, it is written, man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. And look at it. The devil did not argue. No, he didn't argue. Because he cannot argue against truth. Because that is truth. What he was trying to do is to corrupt the scripture to see whether Jesus would fall. It's the same thing that he will do with you. He will try to corrupt the scripture. He will try to corrupt the promise. But if you are not careful, you will fall. Because you will say, this is the devil. Instead of dealing with him, you start calling the pastor, the intercessor, the prophet, the apostles, all of them to come to your house to help you. Now we shall come. Let me tell you normally what will happen. Because of the authority that we carry, we will deal with a problem. But when we leave you, the moment we move out of that gate, the enemy comes back. Because what he was feeling was the presence of the people who know the, the authority. But he knows that you, you do not know. You rely on others to assist you. Come on, brethren. Please understand what I'm trying to tell you. I am not trying to tell you that you do not need prayers. You need prayers. Yeah? But you need us to come and back you up. Not us to come and pray you in or out of your situation. Many Christians, that is what we do. And that's why you find them flocking into churches where they have been promised, if you come with this, we shall do this and that problem will go. They become preacher dependent. Or apostle dependent. Or prophet dependent. Nowadays, I'm told that you can even get your prophetic word from the from Google. Hmm? SMS, and you get your prophetic word. Shame on you if you are looking for your prophetic word from the systems. Can you see the problem? So we have a generation that we are bringing up that does not know the scriptures. What will happen when there will be nobody even to teach them the scriptures? Then the devil will destroy them. So please today we are telling you, even as a church, as we teach you, as we encourage you to pray and to be prayed for in the miracle service, please learn to study the scriptures for yourself. Amen? Because every promise and every prophetic word spoken must be supported by the scripture. If any of these men and women sitting here gives you a word that has no backing from the scriptures, you have every right to discard it. It came from their mind. Praise God. Because even when we prophesy, we prophesy through what? Our mouth, this body. And we have the capacity of mixing the two. That doesn't mean that somebody is a false prophet. 
But we also see with our own eyes. We have our mind, we can perceive things. And there are times we will advise you based on what we can see. And Paul sometimes would even say, and now I'm not speaking, I'm speaking as Paul. This is not from the Lord. Because some, we also give you advice. But what you need to understand is that every word spoken has to be backed by the scriptures. You cannot rely on hearing and hearing and you are doing nothing. You only wait to be told and to be told and to be told. You will never know when you will be misled. Praise the Lord. We want to correct you because we know some of you, even after this service, you go to other places. I don't want to ask you to lift your hands. But there are some of you that go to seek help from those other corners. That's not for you. Get this book. Meditate on it. It has the answer to counter and destroy the devil. Amen? It has the answer for the question that is wriggling in your mind. Amen? Even if you want to get married and you do not know how to go about it, if you stand in a scripture prayer free, the Lord will speak to you and guide you through the scriptures. So again, stop going to people to help you. Let's stop being people dependent. We have the Holy Spirit of God. Learn to be dependent on the Holy Spirit and the Word of God. What we normally do when we come together, it is to encourage one another. Because the scripture commands that we do that. When we tell you come, we pray together, we are encouraging you because you have faith. Because my faith really cannot help you. You have faith. And that is why I'll have the confidence to say I can lay my hands on you. And you'll get well. Because I see you have faith. But if you have no faith, it will be just another exercise. So, Jesus tells him it is written. Does the devil give up? No. The devil took him to the holy city. And had him stand on the highest point of the temple. If you are the son of God. He said throw yourself down. For it is written. He will command his angels concerning you. And that is very true. It is there. In uh, Psalms. And they will lift you up in their hands. So that you will not strike your foot again. Against a stone. How does Jesus respond? Again, simply. It is also written. I told you it is written. I am also telling you it is also written. So there is a word also to counter what you are saying. So when he comes the second time, you have a scripture to tell him, Devil, I saw you the first time. I dealt you the first time. You have come again. It is also written. But you think the devil will give up? He is not made up of materials of those who give up. That's why he is a devil. Tough. So don't think you can just scare him once and, and he disappears. He will come again. And that's what he did. Again, the devil took him, this is the third time, to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their spreader. 
Wow. What a sin. All this I'll give you, he said, if you'll bow down and do what? And worship you. Come on, all of us. Haha, wealth. Come on, imagine on the top of the mountain. And you are shown all the kingdoms of the earth. Visualize for once New York, Tokyo, okay? Paris, Nairobi, Johannesburg, all those cities and their seats of throne being given to you. What would you do? Would you fall into that temptation? The truth is there are men and women who have fallen into that. Because material things are very tempting. Wealth is very tempting. People have sold their souls and the souls of their families to the devil to get wealth. But remember, there is something greater than wealth. Because if you know the truth, you would know that there is nothing the devil has. Because everything belongs to God. If you know your scriptures, you remember Psalms 24. The Lord, the earth is the Lord's. And if the fullness, everything. So when the devil comes to fool you with a few coins, or a job, or a whatever, if you know your scriptures, you just quote, it is written. The earth is the Lord's. So devil, there is nothing that is yours. I need to stop there. Because we need to go to the next session. My emphasis to you today, who is going through a tough time, you have all the necessary weapons to deal with the devil. You should not worship him. You should not bow down to him. Call him by name. Away from me, Satan. For it is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. We have only one assignment. To worship the Lord our God. And him alone we will serve. And we will not serve him because of what we receive from him. We will serve him because we know he deserves worship. He deserves our service. If he chooses to bless us with material things, we will still worship him and honor him. If he chooses not to give us those things, we will still bow down and worship him. Because ours is not tied to the gifts that he gives. The devil is the only one who will give you a gift and then demand. Because of that gift, I also need this. God gives you freely and tells us your choice to honor me or not. Praise the Lord. Amen. Have you been blessed? Stand on your feet. Talk to the Lord for a minute on the language that you know.
Our Father in heaven, we thank you. You gave us Jesus as an example. That through him we can win the battle. And he has given us all that we need. Because he told us all authority he has given to us and the power. We will exercise the same again as the enemy. And today we declare that we are the children of God. We will not bow to worship the devil. We will not bow to please him. We will bow to worship you and you only, King of kings and Lord of lords. Blessed be your holy name. Jesus, you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. And there is no one else like you. Thank you for loving us and caring for us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.